Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All right, so you know how you find yourself in situations where there's a conversation happening or you're watching something and you either strongly agree or strongly disagree and it's like, do I, is it worth it to say anything right now or just to remain silent? I think we're all in those situations at, at times. And this is I such a great, definitely. <laughs> great, great topic because I'm feeling a little bit convicted myself. So convicted to, well, you know, when you say something and you're like, oh, that was really good. And then like you sit on it and it's like a couple of days later and you're just like, why did I say that? Well, usually that's when it's just like a, you feel like fire from the hip kind of comment. Well, it can work twofold, I, I, yeah. <laughs> twofold, I think. But it was just one of those things like, yeah, you know, maybe I didn't mean it to to come across that way or yeah. that was probably a time I probably should have remained silent and maybe my opinion or comment wasn't needed at the time. And so- I feel like everyone's going to need to listen to this. Yes. And I think that some of the takeaways that when I, when I sat back and was like, okay, do I find myself in this situation a lot? If so, how can I, what, like what lessons am I learning from it? And there's- when we talk about remaining silent versus speaking up, knowing the difference and when it's appropriate versus just don't say anything at all. Like following that kind of golden rule. But uh, I know like some of those things is like, for me personally, I try to always come from a place of heart, but Mm -hmm. sometimes emotions get in the way. Or sometimes we might say something because we're amongst a group of you know, maybe, maybe you're with some ladies and you see them, you hear them like gossiping Mm -hmm. and you're like, but I want to be included. So do I chime into this conversation or do I just sit back and look like the stiff who has, you know, boring and, you know, so it's kind of like, how do you tiptoe around certain sensitive topics and uh, like ways to be intentional with your words? And I think that was one of the biggest takeaways for me uh, it's just being intention, like intentional with what I have to say. Yep. And I just said like gossip too, because I, we all want to have conversations and they can be good conversations. So I try to like justify my mind sometimes, but I'll try to be like, okay, sometimes you're talking about a person and that's just, you're not necessarily like gossiping or it's bad. It's like, you would say it to their face. They know, like maybe something happened and you're just whatever. So I guess deciphering between what's gossip and not gossip, but but just like knowing too, like when like I'll, like or you can just like try and change the subject. You know what I mean? Like if people are like gossiping around me about certain things, I'm like, I I, I always just joke with people sometimes. I'm like I have enough drama on my own. I don't really need theirs too. So you know, yeah, let's talk about something else. But but I guess you're right. And then you, so what you're saying is then are these people going to think that you're yeah? <laughs> do I disagree with them? But yet that might cause confrontations. But if I you know partake in it? Yeah. Am I subjecting myself to that level? Yeah. Because to me, I don't like gossip at all. I don't like to be gossiped about and yeah. I don't like to gossip about others. And, you know, we do so. And we're, we're, for example, let's just say I'm sitting on the sideline and I'm taking this all in. We can't help not to judge. Like it's just kind of yeah. something in our mind. Like we're absorbing this information and now we're trying to make sense of like, what do we, what do I do with it? And a judge of character of that person that they might be talking about. So next time you see them, you're just like, oh, that's that girl. And even though like yeah. you might not think that, but it's already been, 
you know, it was like the first impression of, of that individual. And I think that kind of happened to me fairly recently because I was, well, actually two, two situations, but the first one was somebody was telling me about this girl and I was like, oh, I don't know anything about her, but uh, okay, I guess I could see your point. Okay. Yeah. And so I didn't partake because I had no information whatsoever about this individual. So right. I couldn't even say anything. But then when I had an opportunity to meet this individual, I was like, wow, I really liked her. Like, I don't know what that person yeah. was talking about. And so being open-minded into, you know, not taking somebody's words at face value and be like, yeah. okay, well, let's next, you know, if I see this woman, you know, she's X, Y, and Z. But being aware and just be like, okay, open-minded, okay, you know, that person has their opinion, they're entitled right. to it. So what can you do with it? And I think the, uh, the second part was where, like you had said, am I just talking about that individual from what they're known for? Or is that becoming a slippery slope going down into the realms of like gossip? Yeah. And I found myself in a situation where a group of us ladies were together and I was just repeating firsthand information, which I felt was like public knowledge. But then as the conversation started to sway into like assumptions, because there was a lot of like unknown questions. And as we, our minds are just curious beings, they want yeah. to have answers. They want problem solving. So when I felt the the conversation direct into like assumptions and yeah. kind of getting a little bit of a gossipy feel, I was just, I put my hands up and I just said, listen, all I'm doing is repeating what is out there. This firsthand information yeah. is public knowledge. So so I am not, well. I am not going any further. Yeah. That's how I feel too. Like, I don't think I ever say anything bad about people. Um, if I had heard something or I had like a firsthand experience of maybe feeling like not treated well or screwed over in a sense or whatever, I might. But that's uh, your like personal experience with that. it. Yeah. But, but I would even tell people like, maybe you'll have a different experience. You know what I mean? Like people want to buy a certain product of some sort or something online like oh I you know me people like they're oh, I tried this I didn't like it maybe you will though you know right so I feel like that's the same way with people I guess for me like I don't really have anything like bad to say about people because I mean plus you never know the way you meet somebody too like someone that had something bad to say about that girl like maybe she was in a bad mood and so everything she took was like personally so she thought she was like this mean person or whatever so just like figure things out for yourself or or anything, but I think, yeah, sometimes it's tough to be the, it's hard, it's like doing the right thing is always the hard thing to do. So I feel like if you're in a gossip scenario, like it's not easy to sway right. the conversation, but it's probably the right thing to do to not gossip. And I think too, like when we're talking about like when to, when to speak up and when not to speak up too, um, it's easier to speak up when you know you're around a group of people that all agree with you. So right, that's easy, <laughs> but it's like, I see a lot of times too with people, I struggle with like cert certain topics. And I think obviously we can all point out like the main easy to see big, like uh, like when you're on social media and people want to talk about like politics or religion or especially now because it's all like the debates. So everyone gets online. <laughs> like, so it's hard to like, that's where I struggle. Like I, I don't say much on social media about that because it's like, you're never going to change anybody's mind and you never know how you're being perceived. Like, Sometimes how you write things and how you would say them are two different things. So right. to me, it's like not even worth getting into right a Facebook to be on anything because I don't want to say my opinion on things unless I can fully elaborate on what I mean. And I don't have the time to sit out and like text out a whole book on things, you know. So so I think then I think also like if we, if we were like to go down like 
with like religion as well. So like politics, religion, like sometimes I always struggle with, <laughs> I think like Christians can get a bad rap because they're the ones that talk the most <laughs> and put everybody down, but then also are like not little angels themselves, you know? So I always like struggle too with like going to church. Like when I'm at church, I always think about like, you if you see something that you know is like wrong or that you feel is more, like even not religiously, like just, I guess just a humanly wrong to do or whatever, I always like struggle sometimes with that inner battle of, do you say something? Not because I'm not perfect either. So (laughs) I'm going to call somebody out on something I see them doing wrong, but like I do wrong things. We all do. Right. So it's kind of like that moral conflict battle sometimes. Right. And I think that's a great, great example of when to speak up is, is when you're morally called to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. Because if we find ourselves in that situation by not speaking out, it would lead to somebody assuming that you two are in agreement with, you know, the, the, what is morally wrong. So kind of going back to, you know, we talked briefly about like gossip and uh, judgments and being intentional, but also when somebody asks for your opinion would be a great example of when to speak up. Yeah. So if you are invited to by somebody, what is your opinion? What are your thoughts? How do you feel about this? That's an open invitation to speak your mind and you're not looking at it as a confrontation Mm -hmm. approach versus a conversational approach. Mm -hmm. So if somebody were to ask you, how you felt about this woman or this product or this experience, you're you're able to express this in a way that's not going to lead down just, you know, it's going to be messy, like debating, like how you'd said. Yeah. When you debate, nobody wins. So right. it's just kind of like saving your time, breath, and energy. So, and then also like, you know, people feel personally attacked. So when they, if you're coming from a place of like confrontation, it, makes that individual feel attacked. And then, of course, when we mix in with emotions, you know, but people get heightened and oh, they yeah. react out of anger, bitterness, resentment, unforgiveness, all this stuff. So we just have to know the right timing, our intention. Is it morally correct? Yeah. What is the expectation of why I'm saying what I'm saying? And when is, you know, when you're invited to, do you approve of something or not? So mm-hmm. you kind of have to weigh, weigh the odds. Just again, being aware of what the situation is and what somebody is calling you to do. So I know everybody has opinions and not everybody wants to hear yours, mm-hmm. just like you don't want to hear theirs. So communication is a two-way street. And so if you want to be respected on both realms, like you have to know when, where, how, and why to respond in a way that's best serving for you to hold your character and also to help sway a conversation or partake in a conversation that might be he- heading the wrong way. Which a lot of conversations do. They do because, yeah. we, like we said, everybody's trying to voice their opinions. Yeah. And when you get a mix of opinions, it's really just an exchange of energy confliction. And energy really nobody confliction. comes out being like, wow, that really swayed me one way or the other. Yeah. And people don't respond to like that kind because of, everyone's in defense mode of what right. they're what they're saying is right. So I think if you, I don't mind sharing my opinion sometimes because I know I can be pretty, I know myself and I know when I do talk with people, like I can be pretty objective, which I've talked about before. Like I'll play devil's advocate against myself and my own beliefs just because I love deep conversations and seeing things from all angles. So I think those are effective conversations. like. 
I've told people like before, like I've, I could have conversations with people about politics and religion and you don't know what my stance is because I have this God-given ability. Okay, well now you know what my religion would be. But I have this God-given ability, I feel like, to like remain objective, I guess, and like see all angles. And so if, if I have a disagreement with somebody or I, or I know for a fact I'm talking to somebody where we disagree on whatever, we don't have to be a-holes. Like I don't have to be, you know what I mean? Like I can like find some a come from from where their standpoint is or whatever. And I feel like if anyone ever does change their mind on something, it's not going to be because you yell and are defensive and defend your point. It's going to be because you're bringing valid information to the conversation where I think a lot of people, like my, I guess my opinion on opinions would be, like most people just have, it's just emotion. Right. It's just feeling something that they were taught as a kid or whatever, you know what I mean? And then they just like defend it forever. So I just have, when people have like, if I notice myself in a conversation or I see someone like having like a very opinionated remark or whatever, to me sometimes it's like, it's not even worth a conversation because they're so emotional and not logical. Right. So that so would kind of tie into I, like- I would shut up then. I would be right. like, I have a conversation at this point. That would tie into timing because <laughs> sometimes you just, no one to bite your tongue. Yeah. If you already know that somebody's like, it just- you know, emotionally coming from a place of emotion, whether they're grieving or they're, you know, emotionally heightened by something and they're maybe expressing something to you and they don't necessarily want you to like solve it or yeah. fix it, but yet just hold space for them. Yeah. And just be like, okay, I, you know, I understand, you know, like yeah. what's happening. Like you don't have to actually voice, I understand, because sometimes you sometimes don't even- not responding. Exactly. Nothing. response. It makes them think more. But <laughs> internalize that as I understand, because if you yeah. were on that flip side, you would want somebody to hold space for you as well. And just really be present. Yeah. So sometimes silence is the best answer, mm-hmm. but also having, knowing when, how, and why, and all that stuff. It's just kind of just being smart with how it works. And then, like you had said, having- if you're going to try to sway somebody with your opinion or debate, yeah. come from a conversational place, yeah. not a confrontational. Because when we do that, we both feel personally attacked or our yeah, emotions rise. Yelling at each other and then that's it. Right. And so <laughs> we got to ask ourselves, like, what is the intent? What is the timing? Is it morally sound to what we feel is like, you know, if you see something that just, you have to speak up. Yeah. And- then there's a time of just saying, nope, you know, I'm just going to yeah. sit here. I would almost say too, sometimes you could throw in the whole actions are loud or speak louder are, yeah. than words. Yeah. So I'm trying to say, um, do you know what I mean? Like, so you, people can talk about all the things that they want, but when people can see you, like the way you live your life and what you do, you know what I mean? That's more effective. You don't have to say anything when you're living, <laughs> living life that way or, or, or walking in what you would say or, or do too. And sometimes people just want to fight. Um, I I think I told you the story, quick story, but like I was driving, this was like a few months ago, but this car like flew by me at like the window down and the woman was like out the window, like clearly trying to yell something at me. And I was really confused. So my first thing was like, I looked at the my odometer and I was like, it's 35, like I'm going 35. Like I'm not, what's going on? And so like they got past me and then, you know, like when you pass someone and you're pissed and then you end up at a red light next to them. <laughs> so I was like, I really like rolled down my window as I got up to this red light. Cause I was like, I'm gonna give her her chance. <laughs> like get to the red light. And she was like, you must be in like some big hurry or something. And, like you pull out in front of people and, and slow down or whatever. And I was like, like something along those lines. And I was like, ma'am, I was like, 
it's 35 here. And in fact, it's a school zone too. <laughs> like, and I was like, it's 35, whatever. I was like, that's what I was doing. And she's like, whatever. She's like, you need to take your car down to mag down the road and get the odometer checked because clearly it doesn't work and all this kind of stuff. And I just like looked at her and it was like one of those moments where I knew like, she's just an angry woman. There's going to be nothing that fixes this. So I was just like, ma'am, um, I'm sorry that you felt that I pulled out in front of you. I really hope you don't let this ruin the rest of your day and that you can go out and just like ha- have a great day. Like something like that with a smile and like let it go. Right. Because I feel like sometimes that's better because I'm like, I'm not going to argue. Like she wanted to argue clearly or say something or feel mm-hmm. right or feel good about herself. Or I was like left and I was like, that made me feel good because I'm like, sometimes you don't have to respond yeah. to people. Yeah. And then I know for a fact, well, I don't know for a fact because I don't know that maybe she still felt great, but she had her husband was driving and a kid in the back seat, And I was like, proud of the way I handled it. Cause I was like, if anything, they're thinking, wow, my wife's a bitch. Like, <laughs> she's like, I'm going to be nice. Sorry, ma'am. Hope you have a great day. Like get over it. It maybe slowed you down 30 seconds to your final destination. Yeah. Plus I might've saved you from hitting a child in the school zone. <laughs> right. And so that's, it's just so important to really just take in that surrounding. Like you said, I mean, we can go back and forth with like examples of that as well. I mean, just, you know, briefly some, I, I had customer service and the lady was yelling at me and I just said to her, listen, I don't want to be on the phone any longer than you are. So right. if we could just resolve this together, we can get right. this conversation over as quickly as possible. Straight shooters. Right. Good. So Good. I hope you all have some takeaways from today's conversation. And of course, we will post those in the show notes as well. And we love to hear from you in our Facebook group. So hop on over to the Confident Woman Podcast Facebook group and we'll join you there. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman Podcast. For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's the Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.